Welcome to Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex, and all things holy. Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClelland, and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. We're gonna party like it's your birthday. Oh, wait, oh, wait, it was your birthday. 60 in the house. 60 in the house. Welcome, 60. How everybody. do you turn 60? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody's 60. You are. I am 60. Wow. Holy that fuck. Is, holy fuck. That are. is a holy fuck. Oh my God, I'm 60 moment. <laughs> so if you guys are wondering, Catherine had a 60th birthday, birthday this week. And I, I have did. to say, y'all, she makes it look pretty fantastic. Oh, thank you, my Krista, my lovely Krista. Um, thank you. I appreciate that Good. idea that I make it look fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a nice way to receive that. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So you had a nice little romantic getaway with Mr. Delicious? I We did. We had two full days because guess whose birthday is the day before mine? Oh, my gosh. You. Mr. Delicious. Wow. So there's extra deliciousness going extra on. De- everyone Scorpio. needed a lot of attention. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we restricted each other to our own 24 hours. Oh, okay. So he had he got his day and you got your day. Uh, exactly, and somewhere in the middle of the night between the two days, it was our <laughs> <A> crossover. Day. <laughs> it was our day. You know, I really want to ask what that means. You know, you probably your imagination could probably figure it out. Hot tubs, mm. beautiful room by the creek, quiet. And so, how did it make you feel? Did it make you feel significant? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what we're talking about today. That's what we're talking about today. Did it make me feel significant? No. Um, Well, of course, you can't say no entirely. But that's not really what I'm talking about. That's not what you're talking about. So why don't you take us where you're talking about? Anyway, it was my 60th birthday. I am now officially 60. And are you officially anything else that you might be? I might be. Anything? 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 Well, all right. We're engaged. Yes. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Delicious are going to arrive on the scene sometime next year. Oh, my God. Does that mean our podcast is going to become extra boring because it's going to be like super in love and nothing Oh, I exciting. hope not. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But super in love could actually birth some cool new things because sometimes creations are birthed with super in love. Well, and it's just going to make our podcast even more. Um, what mm, you see? Because now we delicious. get the dichotomy between dating life and married life, and so we will have even yeah. more to talk about for all of our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. So the big thing tomorrow, moving day. Oh my gosh, she's moving in. He's moving in. Wow, He's sir. Moving on up. Well, that will give us some material. I'm, I'm sure. Because, sure. <laughs> you know, um, this whole moving concept is a big deal. Yeah, let's talk about it. Moving. I yeah. mean, well, the, I'm thinking that uh, I've had moving. some people move out of my house. My mm-hmm. daughter moved off to college. Right. right? And um, there's a potential that I might be. Moving as well. Mm. And, um, 
Yeah, and it brings up a lot. Yeah, so tell us about moving, Krista. What's that up for you? What's moving up? Um, well, you know, since the since my husband left and we've I, I've been holding on to the house as my like, I am not going to let the house go because everybody needs this house. All of our kids find their significance in this house. I find my significance in this house. And I don't think I consciously, you know, think was thinking that, but in hindsight, I can see that the house really represented that life. It represented yeah. marriage and kids and family and stability, security, financial, you know, groundedness, it, everything. Yeah. And um, when you go through a divorce and you lose, like the ground just falls out from under you, right? And so this house really represented for me keeping everything as stable as possible for the kids and yeah. myself. And um, But now, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, well, and it's not even that I've made a decision for sure, but I know that something has shifted inside of me because mm. I'm all of a sudden like, that's just a house. Like, it's fine. Like, everybody's going to be fine. I don't need the house. The house is a lot to maintain. The kids are moving on with their lives. They're getting older. They're growing up. I don't really think they would care that much. Maybe one of them would. Yeah, it's just like a, a light has flipped in my head of like, huh. oh, it'll be okay. Yeah, so tell me about that thing you said about significance. What do you mean about that? Well, I think that... Part of the human condition is to the human the condition, human condition is to find our significance through something, whether it's through our jobs, our having kids, whether it's that we make a lot of money. Oh and yeah, we're super yeah, sexy, like whatever it is, or sexy or something. Who or would something. be doing that? I don't know. Maybe me. No, <laughs> I take that back. Does anybody ever talk I about that? Too. Holy but, fuck! Like, you know we. We seek so much in this life, whether it's love, but again, love gives us significance. Why does love give us significance? I'm not sure. I know. Um, I think for me, I'll put, okay, put it this way. If, if you couldn't find anybody to love you, wow. would you feel very worthy or significant in this world? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that could possibly happen. But but do you mean, let me just check, because I think I was kind of starting to go this way. Like, love meaning relationships? Like, oh, having a relationship means I'm significant. Having a marriage means I'm significant. So yeah. single people are always confronted with this idea, even if they want to be single, right. with like, whoa, what's wrong with you? Because you're not in a relationship. So you're not part of what's happening. You're not buying into the... Well, if you notice, if you're not in a relationship, I think most people then go and find significance through their job or through they find some other way to fill that void because everybody wants to feel worthy and loved and valuable. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So you're saying that significance is a really big part of people's lives and... I think it's an un I think it's a word we don't talk about very much and we don't even really think about. And I think it's a little bit confusing. I, even I'm just like significant. I think it's something that underlies a lot of our decisions that we make in our life and our, hmm. or a lot of our behaviors. So for myself, um, I can look back over the last couple of years and look at all of the relationship drama that I've 
found myself in. And <laughs> it just happened to it me. It just happened to me. And I could never figure out why it was happening to me. And if we go back to the concept of everything that is happening to us in our life is because we either need, want, or desire it. It's like, then we have to keep looking inward and going like, why am I creating this for myself? Okay. So why did you create that for yourself? Well, I think it's, there's two different, well, a couple different things, but one is that I was obviously trying to learn a lot about myself in relationship. Okay. And I think underlying that, it gave me a lot to talk about and it gave me a lot to cry about and to dramatize, you know, dramatize and have conversations with people about. It, it was a way of kind of connected you to people. Yeah. yeah. So the more drama you have, the more connection you have. Yeah, and I don't right? think I'm alone in that. I think no, I don't think so either. But that even like today, we were like talking about, oh, our lives feel really good today. Like, what would we talk about for this podcast? <laughs> and it's like, well, if you or I aren't having a huge drama, well, that's boring. <laughs> and then, so do I need to go create another little drama? Just oh God, to make please no. Life spicy and feel important or feel significant or feel like I have something valuable to talk about. You know, it's so interesting because sometimes we have this idea of significance connected to a result. Like, I'll be significant when I have enough money. I'll mm -hmm. be significant when I have... When you say the same word over like 50 times, it starts to make your brain rewire. But I'll be significant when... Uh, when my father recognizes me, I'll be significant. So it's like we have all of these, and like you said, it's underlying. We're not saying to ourselves, I'll be significant. But I remember, and I think all of us do this as you grow up, you have to make choices about what people suggest that you do, mm -hmm. whether or not you're going to be take your route that way. Like I had a period of time where my dad wanted me to go to law school, wanted mm -hmm. me to be a lawyer. And there was no part of me that wanted to invest three years in doing that. And I was very clear, and so were a lot of people, that I would have been pretty good at it because I could argue my way she out of it. She does like she's pushy too. <laughs> what? 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 I, that, I, that's I what's called a projection, you guys. I'm just holding the mirror up. You can't see me, but just one second. And guess what, y'all? I'm pushing the mirror back. That's, that's as pushy as I get. <laughs> she's quite pushy herself. Anyway, uh, so significant. So we have to make choices about how we're going to be significant in our lives, mm -hmm. what matters to us. And I think I hear you saying that sometimes we make choices that aren't actually aligned with ourselves in order to get significant. Yeah, I think that um, obviously we have two choices. We can find our significance through drama okay. and trauma and all the challenges that arise in our life. And we, then we can find our significance in all of the amazing things that we can create in our life. And it's really a choice of like, where am I going to put my energy? So yes, I think I've been building and creating a lot of positive things in the last couple of years. Uh -huh. but I'm glad I also, to hear you mention that. Yes. I value myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Krista. I love myself. But I look back and go... Can like what would I have created? What more could, positive stuff could, could I have created had I not slowed myself down, getting like embroiled in all the drama and yeah. finding my significance in, you know, the breakups and the cheating stories and the whatever it was that came out over the last couple of years. Hmm, that's interesting. And I think the reason I'm bringing this up is because 
I run into a lot of, you know, my, a lot of my clients. And sometimes we have a hard time getting to the root of like why they continue to have the same experience over and over and over. And hmm. I, my, what I'm kind of thinking is that they're fine, unconsciously, they're finding some significance in it. So, for instance, ah, say I, I have a client who is constantly dealing with health issues and they've done it, you know, they've had them their whole life. There is an element of like that is serving them some way. And I know for myself when I was right. a child, if I w- sometimes I would pretend to be sick because what did that mean? That meant, oh, mom would stay home from school with me or I'd get that extra snuggle in bed or the extra story or, or I'd get to go to grandma's house and have like a special day with her. So there was some, I found some significance in being sick. Okay. And so I'm looking at this idea of when we create or when we have these dramas in our life, can we look under it and go like, what am I gaining out of this? Or what am, you know. So slightly different when you're a kid because you were kind of doing it on purpose. And what we're talking about today is people doing things kind of unconsciously. Kind of unconsciously, yeah. But for that kind of reason. So maybe um, I know someone who has been very sick frequently. Mm-hmm. And maybe that person might be getting people's attention from that, which is their craving. But what they really deeply want is a sense that their life matters. Like that mm-hmm. that's what I keep hearing when you say significance. Is that it? Like your life actually matters, mm-hmm. that you're creating something, you're doing something with your life that's having an impact. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think maybe even I went through it with, um, you know, the episode with the the breast cyst. It's like, okay, I had those that came up. And on the flip side, I had this beautiful experience of being nurtured and taken care of and seeing what that felt like for people to show up for me in such a powerful way. Right. right. So there wasn't a conscious thing. I didn't say, okay, today I want breast lumps so that I can have someone come and take care of me and I can see what it feels like to be nurtured and loved. It's not a conscious thing, Hmm. but my soul got to learn the experience of being deeply loved and nurtured and cared for. And so on on the back end side of it, I can see a little bit of like why I had to go through that experience because it gave me a secondary experience that my soul was deeply craving. Interesting. So I think in your case, since it was a maybe one-time experience and maybe not something, what what I think I hear you say is, is that, so if I keep doing it, so now next week it's a, you know, it's broken migraine. Arm. It's a migraine. Yes. Or it's, you know, if I keep creating that, then what you're saying is I'm sort of circumventing or going around actually going directly for what I want. And I'm creating circumstances to put things in place so that I can feel like I matter. Right. Like I matter to somebody. Somebody. So, wow, that worked. And somewhere unconsciously, let's just say, we go, huh, oh, let, me, let me try that let me again. create that again because yeah. the, the result felt so good. It might not feel good, the illness or the sickness or the thing that we're going through or the drama or the affair or whatever we've created. Right. That doesn't necessarily feel good, but... If somehow the outcome gets us a little bit of, 
<sighs> or a little yeah, so, kiss or so a hug. Now, yeah, it's the other thing. Like, um, So I'll just throw this out there. So Mr. Delicious and I actually got engaged a month ago. Mm-hmm. But we didn't tell anybody except very, very, very few people because <laughs> we were really solidifying our expression of that and mm-hmm. making sure that it was what we wanted. And it's just interesting to put it out in the world now and mm-hmm. see, wow, I could derive a sense of being of having some importance by just slamming it on Facebook. I can already tell you're trying to feel more significant than me now that you're engaged. Now that I'm engaged. <laughs> well, how about the size of your ring? Yeah. Right? It's or a- how about the... The whether it's a diamond or not, because mm-hmm. we got engaged first without a diamond. Because How big's the wedding? How many people are going to be there? How right. big's the cake? Like all of that is a source of significance and our self worth. Like, do I matter? Will people or how much can I matter? Is another right. one right? Like, and the thing is, is it does not matter. We are all significant. So it's this funny thing of like we're all equal, we're all one, we're all significant, but we're all going through different venues to like kind of like prove it to ourselves yeah because we lose way right we We lose lose way we lose our way we lose our way on our way to feeling significant and i'm sure that has something to do with judging right because we're trying to get it from the outside because we're not getting it from the inside if i just was totally in love with who i am Mm -hmm. i would feel significant just being me Right. So you would need a big ring in order to know that you were loved by Mr. Delicious. Like he could give you a small ring or a big ring and you're significant to yourself regardless. Or no ring. Or, or no ring. Or a dog or, you know, earrings or something. Like it doesn't matter except where I'm putting some kind of value to get some value back. Right. It's like I'm gonna so so I guess we have cultural things that are significant, that means, right? It, it's important. Yeah. It matters what size. That means you're a better person. Or or even if you're married sometimes, right? It means somehow you've achieved something. If you have children, there are people who don't have children who get asked all the time, why? When are your children coming? Why aren't you? Because other people want them to have that kind of significance, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's funny how we do this to each other, you know? And so when you're struggling with your significance, Krista, mm-hmm. over the last couple of years, it's been around relationship, right? And, and, and finding- I've definitely struggled with my significance because as a stay-at-home mom those years, oh, my significance came through raising the kids. As they're leaving the nest... And I think I uh, unconsciously always knew this. I better create something that's ready for me when those kids are leaving the nest so that I continue to have some significance. And I would venture to say that's probably why the empty nest syndrome is so hard for everybody, whether it's your kids going off to kindergarten or or your you know parents die. There's just these ways in which our nest gets a little empty. We lose our significance through that. And so- needing something to focus our attention on to maintain our sense of significance. It's so funny that you say that. I was just thinking about Facebook and Instagram, and I was thinking about how much those two things are only about significance. Mm -hmm. And while some people are building businesses on those platforms, mostly it's a place to compare your significance to someone else who has the bigger page. And one of the things that we we know about social media is it takes people out. 
because they believe other people's stories about how significant they are, how many followers they have, how how great their life is. And judged against that, Mm -hmm. we are seriously lacking, right? But do you notice how there's two types of people on there? They're the ones who are getting the significance from look how great I am. And then there's the ones that are like complaining about their lives all the time. Seriously, there is a mom's group on Facebook. I'm hard. I, I, some, I got put on this group somehow that was not me clicking a button, but I'm telling you, every time it shows up, I'm horrified by what people are talking about in order to get significance yeah, so about being moms. Exactly. The and this is victim what I'm stories talking about, are the victim intense. story. So you just nailed it right there. I'm looking at with myself and with my clients, these victim stories we have and how we're finding significance in, in the, the victim, victim story. story. It's so true, and right? The drama that gets in the way of really living your life. Right. Because if we're healed, then life is too good. And then <laughs> what's there to talk about? <laughs> and well, it's, good news. No matter how healed you get, there's always, always something. More. There's always more. But it's these, and I think this is, um, you know, this is where an ex-boyfriend of mine would get at me with my emotions. And and yes, I'm always going to be a woman and I'm going to have uh, emotions. And I was reading some book the other day and they were calling it The Eve like Adam and Eve, uh-huh. they were saying it, and maybe it was in the Course of Miracles that I was reading. I can't remember, but it was I don't think so. talking about how how Eve was the emotion part that was embodied into the one. I can't remember what they said um, Adam was, but anyways, it really resonated with me because when that partner was telling me to like drop all the emotions, when I read that, I was like, oh, he's like basically asking me to remove my Eve from <laughs> like, my body. No, and it's do like, not be a woman. That's the essence of who we are. And, you know, it's okay to have the emotions, but if I am finding my significance in them. Oh, well, we've all, we've all known that. Right. Right. And that's the reason too, that we look to lessen the degree of the emotions. Like you can be like, okay, yes, I'm upset and that's fine to be upset. But if we go and we call every single friend we have and all of our relatives and say how upset we are that so-and-so hurt us, and then we have pulled everybody into our sphere of upsetness. And it's like, why? Why? Because we want them to say, I love you. It's going to be okay. We're here for you. We support you. Whatever it is. Right. And and it, and it requires a victim story for that to happen, right? Yes. So. We create these dramas and these victim stories in order that we will feel significant and it gets in the way of actually doing anything significant (laughs) with your life. doesn't mean you're, it never gets in the way of the fact that you are significant and you're wholly whole, each person is whole, but we get in the way of our ability to actually translate who we are out into the world with something- Into positive significance. Positive significance. Because we're so busy just trying to be significant in any way we can. And we do that because it's fucking scary to go and step out in the world and do the really big, powerful thing that's super significant. And I know for, and so she's looking at me like, yeah, no, I'm just trying to, no, I'm trying to sort this. I'm like, because, wow. So, you know, I have these, so over the last couple of years, I was, coming out of stay-at-home mom land and beginning the process of divorce. So everything that I had been finding my significance in. So say them. um, It was the children's theater that I was running. Um, It was 
taking care of my children, running being a them mom. around, mom, running them around all their lessons, looking at their achievements in right, school as and yours. Their lessons, as mine, looking at had my husband's job and his career and his awards and his finances as part of my significance, the appearance of the perfect house with the perfect kids and the dogs, it's the significance. So <laughs> all of that significance had to do with other people. And I had my fingers oh, in all of their oh, pies, you know, oh. claiming their significance, claiming their your good, significance through, through their, their good deeds, their, their things. Good things. Right. Yes. So you don't really have a life of your own. You have a life where you're just sort of sucking out of other people's right. lives. So I've had this experience where I had kind of an unusual upbringing. And I had a couple friends who used to tell my story for me so they would be significant. Like, do you know where she's from? Do you know where she just flew in from? Do you know where she's flying to tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Because it gave them some sense. Because like people they have would to go be exotic by being exactly like people yeah. go, really? Yeah. Or people would just flat out tell my stories. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Not for public consumption, right? Right. And so that's amazing. I hadn't thought about that. So think, do you source your own significance or right. are you stealing it from other people? I was st- so I, I, I was stealing it. And the reason I was stealing it is because I was too afraid to go out in the yeah. world and get my significance on my own. And so moving into... Well, what does that require? Why is that so scary that people Because I have to put myself out there and I have self, to try something self. and new and I might fail and I might not make as much money or whatever the reasons... So I, instead of at that moment when the marriage was over, instead of immediately going and creating myself and finding my significance in positive ways. Within you. Within me. Expressing them. I got involved in other relationships and then that turned into drama. And then I was helping trying to build their life up. And then they were disappointing me because they weren't doing what they were saying. And then that caused fighting. <laughs> they weren't then- doing what you were saying. Exactly. <laughs> and they were, yeah, and I wasn't doing what I was saying. And <laughs> I've never done that. Chris. Never done that. Never. And so then I did it again with another relationship. And I, so I'm coming to this place where I'm out of those relationships. And in the midst of that, I was slowly creating myself into not so slowly but okay well enough but i look and go how much quicker could i have done it had i not done all the drama in between but the the drama was saving me like i needed to go slow into this world of podcasting and coaching and god and everything that i'm going through yeah it was too scary to think of doing four years ago and so the drama was serving me and kind of slowing up and making it at a speed that I could swallow. Yeah, interesting. I don't know how much I love to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing us back around to that. I just, I am so, con- I'm, I'm curious about this, this whole idea that it's like robbing other people, stealing life from other people, and putting them in our own basket, and then showing our basket as if they're ours. That's called parenting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can do that. I, I, I don't know. Every parent does that, but it, think, a lot of come parents, on, if, if a lot of parents do it, yeah, that's sure. When they, when your kid gets into a fancy college, please, you feel significant. There's just a sense of significance that's through that. Or your kid's the lead in the play, or they get right. spelling bee, whatever. They, you get a sense of, oh, I did good. I did a good job as a mom. 
Yeah, no, it's very true. It's very true. Even when your child is just doing well in life, like even if it's not something you're saying out loud, even if uh, I just really was flashing on this moment where I just suddenly saw my child doing well. And it was such a moment of like, oh, I'm a good, you know, like I'm a good mom. And that was significant to me, but in an ego way, not in a, not like I was supporting him. And Mm. do you know what I mean? It was like, oh, phew, I can relax now because I checked off, you know, he's okay. I'm a good mom. So I have that peace behind me. Now I don't wonder about that. Whereas what about if he wasn't doing well? Well, we find significance in that too, don't we? Because then we, we get to call could, our friends and say like, hey, Or Johnny's- we could hide it. Some of us hide that and pretend and, and still want the significance about being something else. And so, but then we, we steal from our kids differently, which is we take away from them because they're not making us feel significant. Like we turn on our own children, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen people who just disown their kids who won't do the thing that they want. And so like that's as bad, that's dangerous for kids when your parents won't, when you won't go to the school they want you to do or the one they went to or the career they want for you, right? Because it's significant. It makes them feel so great that all their kids went to UCLA or right. all their kids went to the private college they went to or whatever, you know? So it's like, it, it works all, it's always working. It's always about feeding our ego instead ego. of the o- opposite, which is, is answering our calling. And that's exactly what we're talking about. Because what I'm seeing with myself and clients is that we each have this thing that is calling us forward and that we're, it's like a heartfelt desire, whether it's a job or a hobby, it doesn't matter what the thing is, but and I consistently see people say that that's what they want to do. And then week after week, there's all these other reasons why that gets lost in the shuffle, whether it's a sick kid or something happens with the parent, whatever it is, there's all these other dramas that they throw their energy into instead of consistently going, nope, I'm going in this direction and this is my dream and this is my heartfelt loving project that's going to serve the world. I'm that sounds scary, so I'm going to come over here and you know, just stay in the drudgery of it all. And so this is where it all hooks together, right? I'm going to stay in the drudgery and I'm going to use it to feel significant enough yes. because I'm not doing the thing. Right. Right? So, and everybody will understand why I'm not going and doing the thing because my mom is sick or I have, you know, a broken arm. I've had 2 years of I parents know. who were not well and it definitely definitely slowed me down and while I would like to say that I'm purely <laughs> altruistic, I imagine that some of it is was from my own fear of going and doing something different with my life. I just imagine that had to play a part of it. You know, it was like, okay, this has to be done here and now. There were six solutions. I chose I'll be the one to, quote unquote, sacrifice myself. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that I wasn't fully present and didn't do that. And there's a piece of it that gave me an excuse. So I was significant. Like, I used to sometimes feel embarrassed when people would say things like, you're so such a good daughter. Because, yeah, I'm a, I'm a great daughter. I did them very well. And there's a part of me that wasn't taking care of myself during that time. There's a part of me that let all of my commitments to myself go. And 
every time I would notice that, someone would come along and tell me what a great daughter I was so that I could keep going with that. And then the part that was about leading my own life. And then, of course, you know I was resentful for people who were continuing to lead their own life. Well, of course. And that just adds to the drama and more significance in the drama. And the thing is, is that eventually... You're going to have. We have to go to the thing we want to go to. Not even if we, so, we actually might not want to. That's the other thing is we, we have a heartfelt connection to it, but we may be like, no I way am I doing like, I don't know, holy fuck podcast. <laughs> I don't know if we really meant it. <laughs> well, okay. So if there's a lesson we're supposed to learn, we're going to learn it whether it's today or in 20 years. Absolutely. And we can either do it with all the drama in between and slow up learning the lesson, or we can just go straight ahead and f- fail or not fail and learn the lesson and move forward. But it's about moving forward. We're We've got to move forward, and we can either do it with all these other little side streets that we take, or we can just move forward. Right. And and the truth about being a human being is we're going to take side streets, and we're going to wander around, and all of that's fine. It's the knowing that you're doing it and the saying that you're doing the just honoring, like, I am doing this. And it's clear to me that a part of me is afraid of of wrapping my own life around me. So I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to go do that thing because clearly (laughs) I would rather be seen as this person successful than the person I really am unsuccessful, right? So, because unsuccessful is insignificant. Then what have you done with your life, right? Then, then I think what we're wanting people to really latch onto the idea of like looking at their lives and going, if I'm having an experience that I'm not enjoying very much, you know, playing of with life. the of life, yeah. like playing with the idea of am I finding some significance through that? Is how is it serving me? Am am I looking for love or adoration or something from like from the back end? Yeah. And then going yeah. like going, okay. We're not, and again, we're not shaming people for doing it because we're all we're doing all it. doing it. We're, we're all, all doing, doing it. it. So it's just going like, how am I doing it? So I can stop having this shitty experience I'm having, and I can get brave enough to come over here and do the thing I really want to do. Yeah. So how do people find this? Like, how do they find what's real and true and significant about who they are? I mean, I, I I have an answer, but I throw it out. To, I thought I'd throw it out to you. Like, okay, where where do we look under the hood? <laughs> Which part between the legs? No. <laughs> Which, Which hood? hood? <laughs> yeah, where do we? Where if if I was listening to this and say I was suddenly realizing I'm completely over in my husband's business or mm-hmm. my fiance's <laughs> business, I'm completely over in his business. And all I'm trying to do is control that whole thing so that I can be significant. So I want him to make more money so we have a nicer house and our kids go to a better school or whatever it is. But it's really not about what I'm connected to. It's about what I'm trying to prove to the world, Mm -hmm. right? So where do I look when I – so, okay, I have one thought. If I feel unfulfilled, if I feel like my life is empty, even though I have all those things piled up, I think that's the first sign that I'm invested in the wrong things. Is that right? Right. right. If you're experience, well, if you're experiencing drama and you're focusing on it and you're talking about it all the time, you're, you're it's like that snowball. You're making it grow yeah. and grow and grow. And it's like, no, we want to shrink the snowball 
So it can roll over here into the money pit, (laughs) into success, (laughs) into giving you what you want that feels really successful to you, and and you do have some significance from what you're offering into the world, rather than from what you're playing with or what you're investing in other people or whatever. You're right. Yeah, is that what you're thinking? So where do we find it? So oh, but I did want to say one of the things you're saying drama. I also say it's internal drama because there are some people that you cannot see the drama on, mm-hmm. but it's all going on inside them about their significance. Like they never say it out loud, but because of whatever they grew up with, it's important that they are a this, a this, and a this, and a that. Well, because if you have something that is going really well in your life and you feel like important and worthy and all that. You don't need the drama to feel significant. Right. Absolutely. So drama is one very good way. But the other way might be a sense of emptiness. Like you have everything that Mm -hmm. I can relate to this one 100%. You have everything going. I have all sorts of different parts of my life are fulfilling. I have kids. I have a beautiful home. I have all the things that look perfect. Beautiful ring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But something's wrong. And I don't know what it is. It's like a hole. Are you talking about right now? No. Oh, that's what I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> no, no, years ago. Years, years ago. ago. Okay. Just there was a hole yeah. that I couldn't fill. It was so deep. It was just like no matter, I could put food in it, wine in it. You know, we were talking earlier about sometimes investing and drinking too much when mm-hmm. your life has a hole in it. That's where your significance is. If you have a hole in your life, it's you're not addressing the thing that's the most important thing to you. Awesome. So what's like the most it. important thing to you, Krista? Um, my connection with God. That's right. And I think that I'm moving in the direction of finding my significance through doing this work. I'm focusing more. The more I'm amping up my personal practice, my reading, my meditation, my workout, like all of this um, stuff that I've been adding to my daily regimen, I notice that I have less time to invest in the drama. Mm. And I have a choice. When I see the drama start coming up in my life, I can either get on the phone and go call everybody about it, or I can go, okay, that's happening. Let me come over here, put my meditation on, reconnect with myself, and see what's left of the drama when I'm done doing that. Beautiful. So I'm shifting where I'm putting my focus. So you're choosing your significance instead of latching on or or having it just show up from something you're doing for someone else. Exactly. Yeah, so so for me, I would say that my highest compulsion, my highest significance in the world is always to be loving, which in a different language is what you just said, mm-hmm. which is always be living in my highest self with my heart open and in the divine self mm-hmm. that permeates this world with a totally different energy. And I got to say, sometimes it's really hard to find significance in that because... Because other people don't want to see your perfect life. They can't life. see. No, you're not even necessarily having a perfect life. You're having the life you're making happen that you can make that your first priority. Mm-hmm. So there's nobody cares. <laughs> and they think, oh my God, she's a lovely person, but that's as significant as you're going to get <laughs> until you answer the next call. And then each of us have to keep answering that call. Like, what is the divine calling for you, Krista? Now that you put these last two relationships, I was going to say to sleep. (laughs) You put them to sleep. To bed, it would be better. Um, 
Like, what is? What is well, it? Well, I have to move over into the mindset of that finding significance in a beautiful relationship and a happy relationship and a calm and a peaceful relationship and a nurturing mm. relationship. It's like, <laughs> and, and I think we've spent the last year or two like talking about that. Like, like, is it okay to be in a happy relationship? And is it exciting to be in a happy relationship? And it's like, well, I guess I need to go find out because the other sure wasn't working for me. Yeah. So, well, congratulations. I'm glad you found some space for your significance. For me, I know it's this inside relationship with every single person. How much can I love them yeah. and myself? And I know that's true for you. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're saying to y'all. So I feel really significant with this podcast because I feel like we are <laughs> There's very little drama. Love. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and we love you. We love you. Spread, Spread the love. love.